welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Dirty 20s podcast. My name, as always, is Marcus Stusik. I will be your dungeon master for the game. And with me, as always, we have five ritzy and red-hot role players. Ain't none of them a rude. Adventures, please introduce yourself. I'm uh, Toby, and I'm playing Longline. I'm Richard, and I'm playing Cricket. I'm Craig, and I'm playing Salem. I'm Aiden, and I'm playing Sharpo. I'm Emily, and I'm playing Lizette. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. So, last we left off, our intrepid adventurers had found themselves in the midst of a gunfight at Jake's Speakeasy. Five burly and heavily armed individuals had come bursting through the doors, firing rat-a-tat-a-tat into the air, and after trying but unfortunately failing to sneak up closer to them, their attention turned to the party. There was a fight. The leader of this group said that he was there with a message from Chenomar Bothatis. And hearing this, Charlo, knowing a little bit about the backstory and the underworld of New Republica, knew that this person was a threat and took them out quickly and efficiently. We had some fantastic spells. We had a Eldritch Blast that mummified a corpse and tattooed it with all of these various words and notes from Lisette's archive mind. After the battle, the bodies were moved and searched and a ticket to the lost evening, a grub tongue establishment, was found in the body of Huey Lewis and the news, or rather Huey Lewis, the leader of the news. In the midst of this fight, very right near the end, Charlo noticed a tiny little pixie casting confusion, which just so happened to hit their compatriot, Cricket. After convening upstairs, talking with Winnie Gale, and determining that some further exploration needed to be done, some further examination needed to be done of Millie Plum's room, Salem went, made their way over, became friends with the door, and now has complete control over the state of locked or unlocked of Millie Plum's dressing room. Found some love letters, signed only with an M, and proceeded to pretend that the hallway was out of order. Bringing Millie up to the room, you manage to successfully trap her in a cloak of protection. And then after a few sidebars amongst the group, Millie pulled out from her dress a still active sending stone. What would you guys like to do? Cricket's probably just panicking right now. Um, just immediately <laughs> we'll cover uh, uh, back up Millie. Uh, and just is going to look towards Salem with like beady wide eyes. Uh, hey, um, so uh, anything in the manual talk about something like this? Well, I mean, the manual doesn't quite cover this sort of thing. And frankly, I didn't work in this department beforehand. So I really don't know precisely what we should do. But I get the feeling that if we don't go deal with this friend of Millie's that we're going to be stuck with this sort of problem for a while. So, unless we want to be watching uh, our dear companion here for the next year, which I'm sure Lonlin wouldn't mind, 
um, but you know, I I have other aspirations. Then perhaps we ought to make our way down to where was it the the docks? I think it was the docks. That's where Millie had said that uh, her and Maggie were going to take uh, Millie or Winnie Gale. I am quite curious, Millie. Who is on the other side of that sending stone that you think we should be so worried about? Oh well, and she smiles. I mean, Maggie and I are just so in love, and we just, you know, sometimes we just forget that our speaking stones are on for the entire day. So you're saying we'll probably find Maggie at the docks? I'm, I'm saying Maggie's on her way here. Oh, boy. Um... Yeah, perfect. Cool. <laughs> um, we so, should get our things. So, Millie, what you're saying is Maggie's going to come to to Jake's. Well, to this tea house and cause a problem in the middle of the city, surrounded by a bunch of other armed gangsters who aren't on her side. Just, just to be clear. Love is a powerful thing, my friend. All right. Well, then perhaps somebody ought to go talk to the Vereens about that and uh, tell them to give Maggie a spanking and get her back in line. Uh, as you say that, you actually hear all of you a muffled coming from out in the street in front of the tea house. In front of the tea house? So you guys are up in the upstairs, like the dressing rooms of the the tea house itself. And you just hear the very muffled, like it's outside, the sound of gunshots. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's probably, uh, that's probably them. Uh, Grubtug's like, to, uh, I guess we're making war now. Are we going to help them? Well, I mean, it's not really our fight, but I suppose... If they're fighting, then we could take advantage of the chaos and try and create some chaos of our own. You know, I like that idea. Um, uh, oh, Winnie, where's the uh, the way to the the to the rooftop? Oh, I've never. I don't know. Um, we, we could call Francois in. I've never. I've never had to go up to the roof. Um, I'm kind of afraid of heights, actually. Oh, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but uh, you know, I think I could I could tough it out with you at my side, uh, and then she'll kind of look between Lonlin and Cricket, and actually step slightly more towards Cricket. Oh, okay, she seems hello. a little. Um, she seems like you get the sense she's casting a few like side eyes at Lonlin. Lonlin will pull at her sword and shield and just say. I'm I'm going to go to the front. Um make sure she gets to the roof safely and you know if, if I mean if I'll shout if I need help and she'll she'll start running out. Okay. Awesome. Is anybody going out with Lonlin? Salem looks between the two of them for a second. Lizette, could you uh, mm, well 
Lizette and Chardlow, could the two of you please accompany Cricket up to the roof? I feel like your skill sets are more useful up there. And I'll rush out, rush out after Lonely. Okay, great. And Cricket, you have uh, Millie Plum in the in the glass jar in your hand. Right, yeah. Uh, I believe Chardlow and Lizette was also coming up with me, unless Lizette wants to do something else. No, I'll, I'll join. I'll join cool. that, that ride. Yep, Chardlow's coming up to the roof. He's better at range anyhow. Okay, perfect. Um, pretty much as soon as you all start moving out of this door, uh, Salem and Lonlin, you actually pass Francois as he is moving back into the back of the tea house. And he says, where are you going? There are guns out there. Come this way. Well, that's exactly why I'm going. The, the guns are out there. <laughs> <laughs> Does the house have defenses, Francois? We are at D-House. Of course we have defenses. Oh, good. And do you know who the guns belong to out there? Uh, as, yeah, uh, he'll pretty much as like you guys are passing in the hallway, he'll just be, like continue moving past and he's just going to say, it looks like it is the Grub Tongues and the Vereens. Well, but he, he's moving back towards the back still. We have a bone to pick with one of those. Uh, are there any house defenses we ought to worry about? No, I shall go activate them all, but mostly just stay inside. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. Thank you, anyways. <laughs> Perfect. Um, pretty much, like, as soon as that happens, Francois can be seen coming down this hallway. It's pretty short, and you guys are just leaving the the room with Winnie and Millie in the bottle. Uh, and Francois looks like he's just moving back towards the kitchen. Hello, uh, let's go to the to the back. Uh, go down to the to the club. It is much much safer down there. Well, Salem's following Lundlin, so if Lundlin's out the door, then Salem's out the door. Oh, as she's kind of already left mid conversation, she's already <laughs> just like Salem stopped to kind of talk about defenses, and she's like, "I'm the defense," and just like, marching. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can as you're approaching like kind of going back into the main room, there are the glass windows facing out onto the street. Can you please just make me a perception check, Lonlin? Yeah, she's great at those. <laughs> That's a 12. A 12? Okay. Uh, you hear gunshots, um, but it's dark outside and you're not really seeing too much from inside. Uh, it, it, are the windows shot in? Uh, the windows are actually not shut in. It's like it doesn't look like any windows have been or anybody's been firing into the tea house yet. I will go through the front door. All right, perfect. Uh, so, Lonlin, as you step out into the street, you hear like a cacophony of as these uh, guns are being fired. Uh, what you see. Uh, you see 12 people kind of cowering, like hiding behind a car or not 12 behind one car. That's, that would, that's actually, you know what? That's had a lot funnier. There are 12 behind one car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there are 12 oh people hiding behind one car uh, and they're like popping up and, and like firing these gunshots basically laterally across the street. Um, and you see, uh, I guess actually, Lonlin, you wouldn't, you didn't see this enforcer that Salem had found, but you see, like, a group of only three people, uh, 
closer to where you are who appear to be kind of like holding the line. Uh, and you see one of them is this like big Goliath brute. Uh, and as you come out the door, you watch and like both of his companions just get mowed down and they fall to the ground. Uh, I will step forward <laughs> and with, with my shield in hand and I'll yell out towards the car. Stop, please, sir, <laughs> ma'am, people, please. Perfect. I just want a moment of your time. <laughs> awesome. I think just as you say, I just want a moment of your time. Salem is right up or right on your heels. I'm not certain if Salem comes out the door or not, but um, as you say, you just want a moment of your time. Uh, there's like a brief pause in the gunshots and you see like four of the people behind that one car look up at you. Uh, and then they just start like turning their guns towards you. Oh, I will run down the steps and duck behind whatever cover there is. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, you run forward, you duck behind this, like, um, it's another car parked on the side of the street and it's this beautiful, like gilded, uh, three wheeled car. Um, and it's actually got like a big smokestack out of the back and the seat on it is like very small. It's not like milli small, but it feels like maybe it's more sized for like a gnome. Um, and as I <laughs> dive behind it, I throw my body into it just so my plate like scrapes against it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, can you just make me a dexterity saving throw quickly? Oh, I'm great at those. That is a seven. A seven. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're going to take four points of piercing damage uh, as just some of the bullets that were fired towards you ricochet around and a few of them just find little tiny chinks in your armor. Perfect. Um, so you've just dove down um, and Craig, you see Lonlin diving down in front of this car as a wave of gunshots fires towards them. What do you do? Are these gunshots from the Vereens in front of us? Uh, so they are coming from the 12 uh, behind, which you okay. see primarily most of these people are like big half orcs. So the image of them all behind one car, it, it like you get the sense they probably all rode in that one car and it would have been hilarious to see them come out of it. <laughs> and those are the grump dugs, yeah? The Vereens yeah, are on sure. our side? Well, I mean, the Vereens are closer to you. Hey, Listen. When that car gets small, take some shots. And Salem's <laughs> going to run into the street and cast Reduce on the car they're hiding behind. <laughs> that is amazing. Okay. Uh, for the sake of this, uh, let's have everybody please roll initiative. Okay. That's not good. <laughs> well, that, those are some good sounds that I'm hearing, everybody. Uh, people seem like they are really pleased with the numbers they got. Very high numbers. The best numbers. Everybody <laughs> tells me I've got the best numbers. I mean, if it's a 1 to 10, mine's pretty good. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Alright. Uh, 25 to 20. Tenth initiative, right? Yeah. yeah. 25 to 20? Uh, that would be a 21 from Shardlow. Though I'm not sure exactly 21. where Shardlow is. <laughs> Perfect. We will do a little bit of a kind of split scene. To, to determine what's going on here. 
Alright. Uh, 15 to 20. Okay. Uh, 15 to 10. Oh no. 13 from Lizette. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, 10 to 5. 9. 9. 6. Oh, wow. Alright. Uh, I believe Salem is dexier than uh, yeah. Than Cricket. Yeah, okay. I only have a plus two, plus five. Okay. Uh, perfect. So, as we enter combat, uh, we will cut back to our compatriots who were leaving with Millie and Winnie. Charlo, you are up first. Francois has just told you all to get down towards the uh, to the club. It's much safer there, and he moves off towards what you see is the kitchen. Looking up, I'll look to the others. See, uh, I think we might be a bit more needed down front now that I'm hearing it. I was just thinking if we go to the top, we might be able to get a, a good uh, a vantage point. Um, I, I do have a feather fall in case we need to start like hopping down, though. Well, fair enough for me. Let's head on up. Perfect. Uh, so, you actually don't know exactly where the roof access is, but... Uh, Winnie did say to talk to Francois. So, as you enter the kitchen, it is this beautiful, like, brass and copper kitchen. There's, like, a wood wood fire stove, and you smell there's still, like, baking happening. There's actually, like, tomorrow's bread is being baked. Um, it's the nighttime, but it seems like Francois doesn't sleep. And, uh, he is there, and he is working, uh, at moving one of the like stoves out from the wall. Hey, uh, Francois, do you know how to, uh, how to uh, get to the the, uh, the rooftop here? You must, uh, and he'll like point towards the towards the corner of the ceiling and just say, "You must pull that down." Um, and there's like a little ring that you see. Uh, Charlo, I think you've got time for one quick action. You've basically run in after Francois. I will. We'll pull it down then. <laughs> if that's a, that's an opportunity for racing up to the roof. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I think you can pull it down and you can get... Um, you can basically get into the attic space and then you see there is a doorway out towards the out towards the front, out towards the street. It looks like there's like a bit of a, a flat roof, like balcony or something from up here. And I think because the things kind of went out of order a little bit, I think just for the sake of this, we'll say that pretty much just as uh, initiative started you are just like you've used your action and everything you just managed to get to that door and open it but you're not actually stepping through yet does that make sense? absolutely perfect uh, next up uh, the Varines and you actually see there's actually only the one person standing now there are or sorry there are two people standing um, two of them are on the ground uh, but one of them is that big Goliath uh, who, as soon as you call out to them, looks over at you and says, I thought we were friends. You made me scratch the car. Um, but more important things to deal with now. Uh, and we'll just like basically hold their guns level uh, in anticipation of your turn. Uh, the Grub Tugs, however, are going to Continue firing. Uh, can you please make a dexterity saving throw, Salem? 27. Tw oh, God, yeah. Uh, 
these bullets come nowhere near you. Uh, it is like, it would be like the Matrix in that you like you would like slow down and get them out of the way, except their aim is so bad, you kind of go into that bullet time of like gonna go and like dodge bullets and you don't even need to. You go into that bullet time and you see the bullets spraying like 10 feet to the side of you. Well, that's quite rude. <laughs> uh, Lisette, it is your turn. I'll say you can, um, you can basically just be kind of at this, the beginning of this year, or sorry, like, like with Charlotte's turn, it basically took your movement and action to kind of get up to the roof, unless you want to do something else with your action. Um, no, I'll use my action to get up onto the roof. Um, you said there was bread? Yes, indeed. It's, I mean, it's in the oven. Oh, okay, never mind. But, I mean, well, make a, make a perception check for me. Oh, great. Yeah. That is a, uh, 16. 16? Uh, there is actually, like, at first it looks like all the bread is in the oven, but there's actually one loaf that is still, um... Yeah, it, it looks like it's still piping hot. It seems like it came out of the oven earlier. It's a, sm- it's a small loaf. Can I grab it? Yeah, for sure. You can free object interaction. Grab that on your way past. Yes. Okay, cool. That's all I want to <laughs> we'll do with my turn. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Salem. Uh, so, you uh, run out and uh, you have you begin to cast uh, Enlarge Reduce. And I'll say at, as we begin your turn... Uh, we're just kind of coming to when you would be casting large reduce. Okay. Uh, then in that case, I will reduce the car that the grub tongues are hiding behind. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I don't think a car can make a saving throw. So <laughs> these no. twelve, these twelve <laughs> mostly half orcs, you watch as they are just—they're uh, all hiding behind this car, and some of them are smiling and laughing, and they—they're all wearing like basically just shirt sleeves but the, the shirts are too tight um, and as they're smiling and laughing and kind of poking up and poking down the car just uh, shrinks down to now it is kind of like milli sized and this uh, it was kind of like a lorry uh, with like a big cab in the back for, which was the only way all 12 of them could fit and now it looks like maybe one of them could fit on top of it and uh, and this car has shrunk down, and with that, the others, uh, the Vereens open fire. And they deal. Ooh, okay. Uh, you see two of the Grub Tongues get injured, but don't go down. Uh, Salem is going to continue duking around in the middle of the street, and with a bonus action, is going to uh, take the patient defense choice. Okay, perfect. Amazing. In the middle of a gunfight, just monk standing like still that is fantastic trying very hard to not be hit by all the bullets spraying around me (laughs) yeah they're they're not accurate guns it's pretty easy to do so uh all right uh cricket again kind of like action to get up there unless you've got a bonus action dash uh as i uh i'll take the action to get up there and once i get up there do i see salem around at any uh, uh around it anywhere uh, I don't think you guys are quite up at the very edge. You kind of like made you're able to get up to the outside, but there's still like a little bit of a of a gap or a little bit of a a barrier yet to cross before you get to the very edge, edge, edge of the ship of the roof. Oh, okay, so I can't do anything right now then. Okay, all right. Uh, then I guess I'm done then. Okay, cool. And Lonlin. 
how, how sturdy do these guys look? Uh, the uh, grub tongues, they look pretty sturdy. They look a little bit sturdier than the folks who were in the club. Okay. If, if you had to guess, the news looks weaker. Okay, I'm going to come out from behind the car and I'm just going to beeline to them. And I don't know how far away they are from me. Um, uh, they're, they're within 30 feet for sure. I'm going to tackle one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and wrestle one to the ground. Okay, uh, perfect. Uh, make an insight check for me, please. An insight? Yeah. Oh, insight. okay. Uh, sure. th- just to just to see if you can pick out like which one would be kind of like a prime target. I've been rolling crap, so that's a 12. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's kind of like chaos. It's a bit of a maelstrom. Uh, they all look kind of the same to your eye. Uh, so in that case, you can take an athletics uh, check to tackle one of these folks. Oh, that's a nat 20. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Damn. I rolled a 19. Oh, so my is... <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, All right. So altogether, that's 28. That is amazing. Uh, yeah. So you absolutely managed to tackle one. And with a nat 20... You, as you're tackling this person, uh, you catch a glimpse of their face and you get like these feminine features that you see and uh, you see that the clothes that this person is wearing are of a different quality than everybody else. And with that nat 20, you have managed to tackle Maggie. As I wrestle her to the ground, I'm just going to say, I just want to talk! (laughs) As I'm like trying to overpower her. (laughs) Oh, that is amazing. All right. Uh, make a persuasion check for me. Or intimidation, oh, whichever you'd prefer. Wait, wait, wait. As a bonus action, I'm going to do my channel divinity again to give me plus five since okay. I came back on a short rest. Yeah, for sure. That's a 29. Oh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> wow. Lonlin is super persuasive. This is amazing. All right. Um, As I'm sitting on top of her, like, talk to me. Yeah. And Maggie will just be like, give me my love. Get off of me and give me my love. Um, But you do see kind of like her shoulders slump and the fight seems to go out of her. Uh, And you get a sense like the other grub tongues who are now hiding behind a tiny little car and they're all kind of flabbergasted. See their leader get tackled to the ground. And they all look confused. Um, and they're not certain exactly what to do. Uh, I'll end my turn there. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to say anything this round. Okay, perfect. Uh, Charlo, it is now your turn. You are 10 feet from the edge of the roof. All right. Taking a quick look around, do I see anyone on the roof? Uh, there's currently no one on this roof. Make a perception check. That is a 10. A 10? You don't see anybody on any of the other roofs either. Okay, I go towards the edge of the roof there. What do I see when I look off the side? Perfect. Yeah, you see uh, out in the middle of the street, you see Salem uh, standing there in like this monk's serene pose of being very patiently able to defend themselves. Um, you see four uh, four people led by one Goliath, two of whom are on the ground uh, pointing Tommy guns at a group of well, 11 people standing and uh, one person on the ground tackled by your friend Lonlin and 
uh, in front of them is a very small, almost like toy-sized car. And everyone who is over on that side, uh, like the, the large group, they're pretty much all half-orcs. And you with you get the sense that these are definitely uh, Grubtongue enforcers. All right. So I will go to the edge of the roof, and I am going to ready in action uh, to fire if one of the ones pointing towards Shardlow fires at Shardlow. If that, so it fires at um, Salem, rather, if that makes any sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Totally. Uh, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Uh, the Vereens are going to go, and they do not get a... They don't really seem to understand what's going on with Lonlin. Um, they kind of critically failed their insight. So uh, they just are still in the heat of a battle, and they're just going to continue firing at the Grub Tongues. Uh, Lonlin, you're on the ground. I'm going to say you're totally fine. Um, but I'm going to roll a few dexterity saving throws. Ooh, and cool. Uh, you watch as two of the Grub Tongue enforcers uh, get injured, um, and both of them take a knee, and they look like they're doing really poorly, but they're still all technically up. And uh, the Grotums themselves are going to go, and as Maggie uh, is on the ground, says, If you give us Millie, I will let you go, and I will not have you killed. Uh, and she's just going to kind of like motion at everybody uh, and say, hold for the moment. And they, you look like they're all, you see as they are all kind of readying their gun. They're, some of them are training them on Salem. Some of them are training them on the Vereens. Some of them are training directly on Lonlin. Uh, but no one is firing just yet. And it is now Lizette's turn. And you are 10 feet from the edge of the roof. If, oh, so I'm going to run to the side of the roof. Uh, do I notice that the firing has stopped? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like a, a momentary pause. It's hard to know if it's stop-stopped uh, or if it's just uh, time, like maybe everyone's reloading or something, but you definitely hear there's a moment of quiet. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Because I don't know that it's that they're in a standstill. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to use... Um, let's do... Shatter. Oh, amazing. Uh, perfect. Uh, um, how far down are they? Uh, you're only about 20 feet up, and they were like 25 feet out. So, I mean, the hypotenuse of that is probably somewhere around 40 feet or so. Okay. Um, with a 20 foot diameter sphere, um, how many can I get? Uh, you can get all of them, unfortunately, including Lonlin. Unless you, like, you can avoid getting Lonlin if you don't get four of them. I'm so sorry, Lonlin. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. I, I'm ready for this. Wait, wait, okay. So, um, so that is a constitution saving throw from all of them. Yes, it is. Oh, also, did we take a long rest in between our last fight and now? Not a long rest, a just a rest. short rest. Just a short yes. rest. Yeah, you, you guys were talking for long enough that it wasn't like strenuous activity. I call that a short rest. Okay. That's a con save? It is a con save. <laughs> I got a six. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I have a lot of HP. <laughs> I, see, that's what Lizette figures that, that Lonlin's pretty sturdy, that she'll be fine. 
Uh, all right. And what is the DC? Uh, DC's 15. 15? Okay. Six of them completely fail. Hell yeah. And then anyone made out of stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage. <laughs> I don't know if any of them are made out of crystal. I think, I think right beside them, within that radius, there is what is now a toy car. Uh, oh, the car oh also takes damage. Any okay, Absolutely. any non-magical object being worn or carried also takes damage. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and how much damage was it? Sorry. Um. Oh God, math. One second. I need to pull up the calculator for this one. It's not enough numbers, and I'm uh, familiar with. That's high rolls, then. Oh no. <laughs> uh. So that is uh. 25 points of thunder damage have for anyone who take is successful. <laughs> okay. 6 out of 11. And then anyone who fails also just takes half of that. Maggie also fails, so Maggie takes 25. Wow. Perfect. Uh, so that is incredible. As this blast of thunderous energy rolls out, you watch as the grub tongues, so many of them just like are incredibly hurt by that. Um, and uh, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, cackle loudly, and then I'll end my turn. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. Uh, so uh, just as a bit of a recap, you see that there are um, four of the grub tongues are looking very rough. They look pretty well done. Uh, two more of them look kind of roughed up by the shatter and five of them look decent still. So there's um, a couple that are well done, a couple, a couple that are rare, and a couple that are medium rare. Exactly. It. Totally. The, the steak is a perfect analogy. Um, and Salem, it is now your turn. Well, Salem always prefers their steak rare. So, <laughs> uh, Salem will run across the street and go after the ones that are looking you know, on the, the more tender side. Okay. Awesome. Uh, and prioritizing the ones closest to Lonlin, whichever ones those are. Uh, just gonna whip out the quarterstaff and crack some skulls. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, roll roll an attack. Or a few. Uh, 23 with the quarterstaff to begin. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Alright, uh, and flurry of blows. Yeah, uh, definitely. As you and like fast hands, you're just totally like schooling these folks. Uh, roll some other attacks. A second's gonna miss probably with a twelve. Yeah, and unfortunately. Third is a oof, yeah, really uh, eleven. Oh, so, eleven. Hits, uh, fists and, and feet miss. Unfortunately, they do. But roll that uh, damage for that first attack with your quarterstaff. Ten points of damage. Okay, ten points of damage. Uh, one of them is still just barely holding on but you like really sent him for a ringer and he's kind of like and just kind of like staggering a little bit as unfortunately you're not able to quite down them but you do knock one of them like quite insensate and you watch as some of the ones who were training their gun on you uh, are now going to open fire you're going to make need to make four dexterity saving throws for me please all right. They'd readied their action in case you yeah, that's fine. attack. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> uh, 25 on the first one. Yep. And uh, 
16, 27, and 17 on the second, third, and fourth. Yeah, you are totally fine. This time you really do enter that bullet time, and these guns just are, like, coming towards you, they're leveling towards you, and it's almost like yawning as you just kind of move your stuff, like, move yourself out of the way in this bullet time. I would really prefer (laughs) not to be shot at. Please! (laughs) We'd really prefer to be able to hit you, so... We can't all have what we want. <laughs> Quick question. Uh, are they firing at him right now? In which case, does my oh, they reaction are. go off? You are. That is totally right. Their reaction went off, and then your reaction goes off. For all sure. Right. Good I'll point. be firing, probably considering, like, Salem's sending a lot of I'll try to take a, what looks like the sturdiest of them. I don't know what that's going to be of the 12 hiding behind the uh, <laughs> tiny car. But... Yeah. Um, I'm going to say with only a tiny car, they don't have any cover. They had three-quarter cover at one point. I'm going to say they don't have any. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is going to be a 19. Does a 19 hit? A 19 definitely hits. All right. That is 20 points of piercing damage. 20 points of piercing damage. Oh, boy. Uh, and these ones are going for the ones who are more sturdy looking, right? Exactly. Like, of the ones that are facing Salem, uh, like, I'm going for the one that seems to be, like, the most sturdy looking of the bunch. Okay. Yeah, there's one um, had pretty much only just been hit by the shatter so far, and only then peripherally, mostly managed to get out of the way of the shatter spell. And so this one looks pretty sturdy, and it's this big, like, broken-tusked half-orc um, who's wearing, uh, like, a leather duster, uh, but no shirt. Excellent. And Owen, oh, quick question. How far is it down? Uh, it's, uh, I think I said... Tw- 20 feet or 25 feet up? No, I said 20 feet up. All right, perfect. I am still well within range then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that one, that shot definitely hits. As you see, it takes out a little bit of this guy and he looks up towards the roof as the shot comes out from where he was not expecting it. Want to make some more attacks? Uh, it's not my turn. I thought you had multi-attack. Oh, do we do multi-attack for this one on reactions as well? Perfect. Oh, yeah, totally. That's It's so much more fun. <laughs> Excellent. In which case, uh, yeah, that's going to be a shot at the... If the sturdy guy is still up, then I'll try to take him down so there's fewer people firing off at Salem. Okay. Uh, that is going to be... Well, rolling pretty nice today. Uh, that is a 23. <laughs> yeah, that definitely hits. All right, and that's another 15 points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, this guy is now looking rough. He's still up, but uh, he looks like he's about on par with the other folks who are looking kind of as bad off as they can be. Just sort of like Lisa probably hears uh, Shardlow whispering under his breath. Uh, too many gangs in one street. <laughs> he's, not, he's not quite happy about this big old family reunion around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, someone else who might hear that is Cricket. And Cricket, it is your turn. Perfect. Uh, so seeing the maniacal laughter uh, mixed along with the snide comments, uh, uh, Cricket's just going to ca- like kind of sprint towards the edge. And without really even measuring or having an idea, he's going to take that uh, that long jump to try and get as close to the villains as possible. Okay. Uh, how far would that jump have to be? It was like 20 feet up. Uh, and 25 feet out so I was kind of thinking like 45 but basically because you got gravity on your side you're just having to do the 40 or the 25 foot jump 
Oh yeah, I can I can easily do that with my boots of swinging. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Uh, spriting. There. That <laughs> the that boots of swinging and striding. Yeah. Yes. Poppy boots. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you can easily do that then, uh, and you can get right. So I love I love how cricket. It's like, hey, let's go up to the roof. We can get a better angle. You get up to the roof. You jump off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Cricket's honestly just living on his fantasy of like being a kind of action hero, which is why he wanted to go up to the roof. It, it, Both Salem and Craig have a question right now. Are yeah. you still holding Millie? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Do a flip. <laughs> I like that, like mid mid uh, jump. I'm like, this is so cool. I look down. I just kind of see. Uh, I assume I also still have the trench coat of protection as well. And I'm like, oh no. Uh, I would say uh, Salem. You can. You probably would have taken your trench coat well, as you were I, running I out. We we put yeah. we put Millie in a cup. Oh yeah, that's exactly. Okay. That's what happened. Okay. Yeah, Millie's, yeah. Millie's in the spider cup. Well, she, I think it's like a wine glass actually. But well, it's actually yeah. it's an ink bottle that is oh, only yeah, partially sorry. clean. Yes, it was yeah. Lizette's ink bottle. Yeah, which just like dumped out the ink and then forced Millie into it. So, yeah, her she her her butterfly wings are not looking so good right it's now. It's somewhere in one of my pockets. I know I have it on me currently. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I I have a roughly forty-ish movement speed, so I manage I can get into that position. Uh, Absolutely. I'm going to uh, just start attacking. Cricket's living his uh, his action hero life right now. Go for it, for sure. Uh, ooh, first attack is going to be 18+, plus, so I assume that's going to be hitting. That is definitely going to hit. Uh, I'm going to put on an extra um, uh, uh, bit of a defensive flourish. So I'm going to add okay. D8 for that. Oh, oh, oh my god! Um... So that's going to be uh, 19 damage on the first hit, and I get uh, and plus 7 to my AC for this round. Oh my god. Uh, and which uh, which one are you going after? There's The first uh, person I see. Uh, the, okay. the person closest. Cricket's not, like, Cricket's in this headspace of having just, like, grabbed guns from people in the, in the, uh, in the first <laughs> encounter to, to now feeling like he's some sort of, like, again... Uh, action here from the, the latest movie. Well, or... you know, yeah, you know what makes you feel even more like an action hero from the latest moving picture uh, is that as soon as you like you jump, you fly through the air and basically you slam down with your fist onto this person or the butt of your sword, uh, and just as you're landing, their body is crumpling to the ground as that one is taken out. Oh, this feels so good. Uh, and I'm going to take my second bonus action and attack uh, onto the other person that, who's uh, nearby me. Uh, uh, 16. Ooh, 16 unfortunately does not hit. Well, now I'm a little sad. Um, <laughs> so you have this epic moment of coming down and taking one out, like no scoping it. Uh, and then as you land, you try to swing up and you're just at kind of a bit of a, like too much in that like superhero three quarter pose. Uh, and you can't quite get your arm to do the, the motion, and this person manages to just move their, their stomach away. Huh. Uh, don't like that. Um, <laughs> please don't hit me. <laughs> you hit us first. Uh, and Lonlin, it's now your turn. You have a Maggie pinned to the ground below you. Yeah, her ears are still ringing, and it's just white noise at the moment, and she's kind of staring down at Maggie, and she says, oh, 
you must be Maggie in like an absurdly <laughs> loud voice. And she's going to say, I'm Lonlin, but we can discuss this after. And she's going to cast sleep uh, at first level. Okay. That's all she has right now. Ooh, this is math here. Uh, uh, that is 28. 28. Uh, and she's dropping it on the middle of herself so she can get as many people as she can. And that is a, I think it's a 20 foot radius. Uh, creatures within 20 feet yeah. of a point you choose. Okay. Yeah, so like I'm centering it right on me. Perfect. Uh, unfortunately, you're not able to take out uh, Maggie. Maggie is still awake, but you do see two of the uh, other Grub Tongue Enforcers uh, after being like blasted by this shatter spell, they, you kind of, you see like the cartoon, like stars around their head. And then those stars turn into like little lambs that are jumping over uh, like little turnstiles. And you see both of them kind of like pointing up and one, two, three, and they just fall to the ground. Um, seeing as Maggie didn't fall asleep, she'll laugh nervously and say, or, or I guess we can talk about it now if you want. <laughs> uh, amazing. Charlotte, uh, it is your turn. Watching all this, I am trying to picture what is the exact state of the fight down at the bottom? Uh, I mean, it's kind of chaotic. Uh, you've got Lonlin, Salem, and Cricket are all in the melee. Sorry, it's only kind of chaotic, then we're not doing a good enough job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of like not going to aim anywhere towards whatever's going on with uh, Lonlin and and the boss lady there. Uh, but he is going to, having now that they've a bit more notice of the people up on the roof, he is going to drop from, like prone along the edge of the roof. <laughs> and he is going to take some shots at the ones that are still in the middle of the scrap with Salem there. Perfect, yeah. So, uh, kind of, in order to see, you would expose yourself to, like, with three-quarter cover. If you drop prone and don't see, you will be completely covered. Just giving you... Oh, yeah. No, no, I'd still, like, be within visual range. I'm just trying to, okay. like, basically, like, if you can picture, like, I'm picturing, like, the edge of the roof, and I'm kind of, like, probably, like, on my knees, like, looking down there. Does that make any sense? Like, I don't Absolutely. know if it has, like, a little wall or not, but yeah. Yeah, it does have a tiny little wall. Like, it's a little bit of a balcony, so it's kind of got, like, a... A, a wall of fence so that you people don't just fall off all the time exactly that they can yeah. definitely see me i'm just not like standing up right at the edge <laughs> okay all Perfect. right and time to take some pot shots at orcs here because uh, <laughs> uh that seems to be the way of things um that is an 18 an 18 hits all right who how are the orcs looking right now the ones that are fighting with salem <laughs> Yeah, so there's one right beside Salem that looks pretty rough. Um, there are three that are fully on the ground. Uh, one close to Salem uh, that you hit before, kind of the biggest one, um, looks decent. It looks about the same, just a little bit better off than the one right beside Salem. And then there's like one, two, three, four, five, six that are still okay. That are still looking pretty... All right, I'll fire the one that... I hit before that seems to be making a beeline towards Salem. Okay. All right. Uh, that's an 18 hit. Yes, it does. All right. That is going to be 19 points of piercing damage. Ooh, 19. Uh, this thing, uh, as it as this half orc is running towards Salem, uh, just from the roof, a sniper shot comes out and hits him in the shoulder, 
and this person like almost goes down, but they uh, they're still just up. All right, I'm gonna take one more shot in there and another 18. <laughs> yep, definitely. It's weirdly, AC didn't change. <laughs> All right, that is a 21 points of piercing damage. Ooh, yeah. As this one that had that you'd hit before that noticed where you're coming from and was gonna turn and take a, take vengeance on your compatriot. Uh, starts running towards him and bang, bang! And these two shots ring out and this half-orc falls to the ground. Uh, are you going for a kill shot or are you going for, like, a uh, take Right now I'm just shot? trying to down him. I'm not... Yeah. I don't have any particular gripe against this one orc. It just there's a lot of orcs and there's one Salem. Perfect. Makes perfect sense. Uh, that one, you hit him again in the shoulder and he drops his sword and kind of, like, Boromir style, like just like falls down to his knees and kind of like screams up at the heavens uh, and then falls to the ground. All right. <laughs> you notice that he's like breathing kind of heavily right now. Look over to the set. Uh, do take a sweep some of the others, why don't you? And uh, <laughs> that's it for Salem. Okay. Oh, is it? Oh, damn. Sorry, or, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm like thinking okay. of where you are. Salem, and... Salem uh, looks over at this like overly dramatic half-orc and just pushes out their their finger uh, off of their thumb <laughs> and bops the half-orc and says, Hey, you, we don't have time for extended death scenes. We have more important things to do. Give this to me! Ah, and falls to the ground. Um, and it's now the Vereen's turn. <laughs> uh, the Vereen's uh, seeing kind of this chaos and not trusting that they won't injure someone who might still be working with the Vereen family. Um, the Goliath is just going to say, House Vereen, protect the club. Uh, and they're actually going to run into the club and uh, they're going to close the door or into the tea house and they're going to close the door behind them. And as soon as that door closes, you see this like shimmering force field appear around any of the glass of the tea house. It looks like once the door was closed, they were able to activate some sort of wall of force or something. Grub Tongues and Maggie are going to go. Uh, and Maggie is just going to say, Just, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Her accent is not that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel your pain. I really yeah. do. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Like, just, if you do not give me Millie Plum this moment, I'm going to fuck you up. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh, from the ground, uh, you're going to see this well-dressed, like, ornate half-orc is going to pull out this uh, sword from beside and just going to start swinging at Lonlin. Uh, 20 to hit? Uh, that's my AC, so that hits. Okay. Ooh, only one of those hit. Um... And so you are going to take, uh, you're going to take 19 points of uh, slashing damage. Uh, as okay. she is basically <laughs> just like jamming this into parts of your armor that are not fully closed, um, and uh, the grub tongues around everybody. Okay, I'm going to make two attacks on Lonlin to start. Uh, they're actually just going to uh, use their their. Uh, guns as clubs now. Can, can Salem shout out towards the ones about to attack Lonlin and try uh, and get yep. their attention? 
Uh, go for it, yeah. What do you say? Oi, you uglies! Get over here and pick on someone who's not already in a fair fight. <laughs> I think Maggie needs some help. <laughs> uh, all right, make, yeah, a free action persuasion check. I've got a six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, as you call out to them, like they're already swinging down. Um, one of them definitely misses, but one of them did get a natural 20 on their dice to attack uh, Lonlin, trying to knock you off of their leader. Uh, so you take 10 points of bludgeoning damage as this uh, Tommy gun just comes crashing down on your head, uh, messing up your beautiful hair. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then there are going to be three attacks on Salem because you are kind of trying to provoke people. Uh, that's going to be a miss. That's going to be a miss. And 14 plus uh, 4. So it's my Okay. Uh, in that case, you take five points of bludgeoning damage as this club just swings into you. Um, oh, <coughs> did, oh no, you didn't take patient defense. Never mind, because you 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 flurry the blows. Okay, um, okay, and then there are going to be two attacks on cricket, uh, and these are again just going to be uh, with their club. They realize like it's too close combat. This these Tommy guns aren't aren't accurate. They're probably just more likely to hurt each other. Uh, Come and get it. I'm ready for you. I'm assuming an 11 doesn't hit. Nope. Then I got the AC of 24 right now. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> These uh, gangsters try to swing towards you, and just like Salem had entered bullet time before, you also kind of enter a little bit of bullet time as these guns come towards you, and you can like yawn from your three-point stance, and they just like swing down towards you in your epic pose and you just kind of like almost like a cat kind of like move your body just out of the way uh and it's like you were never there in the first place uh it is now lizette's turn um so there's there's like a little ledge on the edge of the roof right yes indeed okay so Lizette's just gonna like casually sit on the edge of the roof and snap <laughs> her fingers and cast shatter again in the same spot oh god <laughs> Same spot exactly, so including now Salem and Cricket and Longman. Yes. I'm so All sorry. Right. All right. That, yeah. Uh, one, two, three, I four, fail. five, six. Seven. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to roll because no matter what the damage is, I'm, Oof. I'm down. Ooh. Wait, wait, no, how much do you have left? I only have two. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. Totally, it's fine. <laughs> Well, that's, um, oh, jeez, uh, it's, it's 25 again. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. Stop oh, it, wow. <laughs> Lizette. Ah, that... ah. You start I'm hearing crickets cry. What's uh, the AP? Uh, it's 15. Oh, Jesus. I'm at one hit point. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Yeah. And that's with a pass. Third imposter here. Yeah. Third imposter among us. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. Uh, one, two, three. That was the first bit of damage Cricket's ever taken. Actually, no, that was the lie. I think I took some damage from before. Wow. Maybe. Uh, so, um, only two of the Grub Tongues passed. Uh, one of them got a natural 20, so it takes no damage at all. Uh, manages to actually, like, 
like kind of sees you like preparing to snap your finger and like dives away from where they were so they're out of the range of the shatter spell um and so one of them manages to pass and only take a little bit of damage but the rest are all looking pretty bad there are now only one two three four five six up one of them went down with that um and uh yeah (laughs) uh any any bonus actions on your turn (laughs) um can i bonus action throw the healing potion that i have knowing that it won't break when it hits the ground oh my god um Liz, let's take can, a no damage. I have like I have no yeah. need for it. <laughs> you can absolutely bonus action throw. Uh, make an athletics check for me, please. Oh, no. <laughs> um, that's five minus one. <laughs> that's a four. <laughs> you. I mean, you're a librarian. You know books. You know how to throw books. Books are your thing. Bottles and healing potions are not books. And wise the, words. Yeah. Like you go to throw it, and it is like kind of the like quintessential like cartoon throw where you go to throw it and it falls out of your hand before you're even throwing it. And it uh, it just kind of falls down directly in front of the uh, the doorway, and you just hear it go kutunk. Katunk, 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 and it's like six inches from the wall of the tea house. <laughs> uh, Salem, <laughs> you've just seen a indestructible bottle just get right beside the the thing, which is twenty five feet away from where you are. Salem looks over towards the bottle, looks back towards the marine thugs, sees Monlin unconscious on the ground and shakes their head. Are there any of them grouped up together? Of the grub tongues? Yeah, there are definitely I mean, pretty much everyone is still really grouped up together. Okay. They're all within... And they're all sort of standing around slash over top of of Lonlin? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Some of them are around you, but essentially yes. It's a bit of a melee. Well, then in that case... Oi! You lot! And Salem's going to run over and uh, grab some of the car shrapnel that's still around, presumably. <laughs> yeah, the car, after two shatters, uh, is destroyed. Can I? Okay, I want the biggest piece. Absolutely. I mean, the biggest piece. Un- I mean, let's. Let me just see. Is it still the, tiny car shrapnel? It's still tiny. Yeah, <laughs> maintain concentration on that. I mean, I did get blasted by shatter. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I do, I do actually. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so, you do see a piece that is currently about, like, two feet by two feet of, like, pretty, like, jagged and solid metal, but you could also just free action stop concentrating well, on I'm taking that two feet by two feet piece, and then I'm looking over towards Maggie and the other ones that are around her and saying, hey, catch. <laughs> wing it at them and drop concentration while it's flying. Oh. That is amazing. Uh, Alright, I'm going to give one, two, three, four, five, uh, six people a dexterity throw. I'm going to give Maggie a dexterity throw with disadvantage because she is still prone on the ground. I'm trying very hard not to hit Lundlin here, just to be clear. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> what is the DC? Or I guess I, I guess uh, I have to cut it. I'm going to say 15. I'll save DC of 13, but... 
yeah, I'm going to say 15 to get out of the way of a car being thrown at you, or a part of a car. All right, uh, so two of them will succeed, two of them will fail, one will definitely succeed, that one will also succeed, and then with disadvantage for Maggie, ooh. Uh, so I think with, uh, with that, and with the fact that you are a monk and like probably throwing improvised weapons is kind of what you do and like you know how to throw things so that they're not going to go where you don't want them to go I think what happens is as you are throwing this and enlarging it it like it flies through the air and it's kind of like spinning but it's doing a bit of a backspin uh, and just as you're enlarging it it's uh, the backspin is coming around and it times out perfectly, so it basically just scoops Maggie up from underneath uh, Lonlin, uh, pushes Lonlin out from the back, so it just like rolls Lonlin off. Maggie gets flipped up into the air, and Maggie is the thing that actually falls into the other grub tongues. Uh, and I'm going to say that the two who failed fall prone, uh, holding Maggie, and. Uh, I needed some adjudication on how much damage this thing does. So as it enlarges, it becomes significantly heavier. Uh, I mean, yeah, so yeah. an enlarged object, well, a reduced object is an eighth of its normal weight. Yeah, so exactly. You, know you will. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to just roll, uh, what am I going to roll? I'm going to roll 4d10. Yeah, sure, it's probably too much, but whatever. I mean... If it makes you feel any better, Salem does have proficiency in automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> it does make me feel better, actually. Uh, oh, God, that's uh, 16, 17, 20 points of damage uh, that these guys take. Ooh, the two that fall prone to the ground, uh, they are not unconscious, but they are definitely looking bad. They are looking real bad. Uh, 20 to Maggie... She's also not looking so great. Salem cracks her knuckles and uh, looks over towards Maggie and says, Do you have permission to park there? <laughs> and that's that's all I got. <laughs> you ask this as she's flying through the air. And uh, she's like kind of insensate uh, and just mad. Uh, Cricket, it is your turn. This portion of a car has just flipped through the air. Uh, and, like, barely missed you. Uh, like, just avoided your head. Oh. Oh, this is so cool. Uh, uh, Lonlin, you might want to get up. If you can hear me, please get up. I'm going to cast Healing Word. Uh, nice. And, oh, God. Uh, only five health, but it's health. Lonlin, <laughs> please get up. Uh, oh, I, I'm sorry. I think I fell asleep. I'm sorry. You're good. <laughs> I, I can I can see your mouth moving, but I can't hear the words. But you're good. Uh, and I'm gonna take a swing at the the nearest uh, enemy towards me. Uh, okay. With my longsword. Uh, so there are two that are down on the ground. Uh, actually, technically three because one of them is Maggie. If you want to go for the ones on the ground. Uh, I think I'm just gonna go for the nearest one. If, if, okay. Are there only the three right now, or are there still more? No, there's still there's uh, Maggie plus one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, one wow. of whom, like that sixth one is looking good still. I'm not going to hit the one that's looking good. I'm going to hit one of the other ones. Um, okay. And I did roll pretty well. I rolled a 19 on the die. 
Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, I'm also going to use another Bardic Inspiration uh, for my another defensive flourish. Uh, and as I do it, I'm just going to kind of like be as grandiose as possible and say, Hey, I'm the hero over here! Try to take me out! <laughs> um, that is uh, 8 plus uh, 13 slashing damage. Uh, and I got a 5 on the die for my, um, bar uh, my uh, defensive. So my AC is increased by 5. Okay, so 13 slashing damage. Perfect. Uh, as the one who is right beside you, uh, you slash out at them, and they just say, What is going on? Who are you people? Uh, they're still up, but they are not looking happy. I don't even know what's going on, man. How do you think? <laughs> I, don't, I can't help you here. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, Lonlin, you feel this healing energy surge into you as you come back to consciousness. Oh, I, I'm, yeah, I'll get to my feet really quick. Um, and I'll look down and I'll notice Maggie isn't there. And I'll just sort of like quickly do a quick circle and like try to figure out where everyone is since everyone moved. Um, is like Cricket or Salem looking really, 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 really bloody? I'm definitely ow. bloodied. Ow! Ow! Yeah. Life is pain. I... Um, I'm on top of the world! This pain and adrenaline is going off the shots! <laughs> That's the spirit! Um, how bloody is Maggie looking right now? Uh, she is looking pretty much just, like, kind of just gotten to bloody now. Okay. I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna tap Salem on the shoulder and give them Shield of Faith. And I'm going to put my shield back and take out my longsword. And I'm going to look down over at Maggie and say, look, I, I, tr I tried to be reasonable and we can still talk about this. And as I'm saying that, I'm going to take my first swing with my longsword, two-handed down at her. Oh my god, yeah. You have advantage because she is prone. That is, I have a plus nine to hit. So that is a 25. Oh, that'll hit. That is uh, 12 points of slashing, I think. Yeah, slashing. Um, and then with my, before my second swing, I'll just say, I, it's just, I, I think we're going to have to knock you out before we can really talk first. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like where this is going. And for my second, oh, that's a nat 20. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, no. I'm going to roll my d10s. Uh, that's 17 slashing. Uh, so 12 and 17. Ooh, 20. Uh, actually, can you non-lethally put someone down with smite? I don't remember. Uh, I think with uh, Redemption Paladin, you can channel your holy energy and like your your deity knows that you're not meaning to kill this person outright. Like you are putting this person down. Oh, actually, you know what? I can't because I'm out of spell okay. slots. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Maggie, still good. Maggie is still just up, but she is not looking so good. It's my turn. <laughs> Back up to the top of the order. Charlotte, uh, you have just kind of heard that as this wall of force went up below, below you around all the windows. All right. Do I get the sense that it is uh, blocking my view? Like, is there a wall of force like in front of my face and I just don't know? <laughs> Uh, no, it is not blocking your guys' view. It is, it looks like it is specifically built around, like, the windows, um, and 
if you take a quick gander behind you, you just see like that faint shimmering side over the door uh, leading out to, or leading back into the attic. All right. Um, I'm going to be like sort of thinking to myself, I have to command Cricket on his excellent choice of rooftops. And uh, <laughs> he is going to uh, take a few shots. What are the orcs doing right now? Are there any that are right beside uh, like Lonlin and Maggie? Yeah. So there are the two that like Maggie was thrown into. Um, that are both prone on the ground. Uh, Maggie is prone on the ground. There's uh, one who's probably like 15 feet away from everybody at this point. He's just, he's the one who keeps getting the natural 20s to avoid things. So he's just like moving back and forth or moving back and back and back. Uh, And then there are three that are pretty much around Cricket and Salem that are all standing up. All right. When everyone is closest to whatever is happening with Long and Maggie, there, uh, he is going to take a shot at shot at that one. Okay. Are you looking at one of the ones that's standing up or one of the ones that's on the ground? One of the ones that's standing up. Easy to hit. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that is an at one. Ooh. All right. Uh, let me just check. Okay. Uh, can you please re-roll the attack? Sure thing. Yeah. Uh, re-roll the attack. That is a 26. 26. Cricket, what's your AC currently? <laughs> no, oh, no, it's 23. <laughs> Why do you have oh. to roll so high? <laughs> oh. uh, Unfortunately, that's 18 points of piercing if we're oh, measuring it that I'm way. Down. Oh, uh, oh as God. You, like, you pop up, and just as you're firing, Cricket is kind of doing some def- defensive flourish. I'm going to lift you... forever! <laughs> <laughs> Drops. Lonlin looks behind her. He's like, I, I just asked! <laughs> Not quite going as planned. Uh, he's going to take another shot. Hopefully this time actually hitting the orc. Uh, oh, in fact, it's a dirty 20 indeed. Oh, in fact, it's a dirty 20 indeed. Oh, in fact, it's a dirty 20 indeed. Oh, it's a dirty 20. Oh, yes. It's a dirty 20. And it feels particularly dirty after that last shot. (laughs) So (laughs) on that note, that is going to be 18 points of piercing damage if 20 hits. Awesome. As this one, uh, there's one that was kind of like the one you were aiming at initially and Cricket's defensive flourish just kind of got them in the way. Uh, You fire at, accidentally hit Cricket and then uh, you fire your second shot. And this one who had watched Cricket fall and then started smiling uh, gets dropped to the ground. And so, yeah, that is... Uh, you. There are now... All right. Five. Um, there's, too, there's too many. Um, I'm going to go ahead and use my Battle Master ability, Snipe, to take a bonus action attack. One of the okay. ones that's still standing. Uh, no, sorry. Like, Well, the, um, the one that you just hit is gone, but there are still five up. Or three, three up and two on the ground, plus Maggie. All right. That yeah. is going to be nice um <laughs> so that's going to be a 29 oh my god yeah that definitely hits and with that that is going to be 18 points at piercing damage at whatever orc is nearest to the whole lawnlin maggie situation <laughs> okay perfect yeah there you take a shot at this last at this one here and you kind of hit them right in the leg and they start hopping around um and uh, I'm just going to say that this one's hopping. Um, and uh, it is still up, but it is definitely 
like not doing so well, and I'm going to give a disadvantage on its attacks for because it's it's very close to being knocked down. That's that's a little bit of behind the screen. All uh, right, <laughs> and he is going to um like slide down beneath the wall. Uses motion to do that, so he can't see right there, and hopefully cannot be seen too easily. And this will look over to the ascent. Uh, maybe be a bit more careful with the aiming of some of those shatters, but you know, keep up the good work. Maybe you should be a little bit more careful with aiming your gun. <laughs> oh, <fair enough. laughs> ah, pain! <laughs> uh, the Vreens are gone. Uh, the Grub Tongues are going to go. And uh, so the two that were knocked over by Maggie are going to use their mo- their turn to stand up. Um, and they're actually just going to look at their commander and say, I'm sorry. I gotta go. This, uh, and they're both actually going to just run away. They're going to try to take the full at, like dash action, so they're not going to disengage. So, Salem, you would get a, an attack of opportunity, as would Lonlin, if you guys wanted. Yeah. Uh, sorry, who's running away? Uh, the two that had been knocked over by Maggie. It, <laughs> uh, it, are they running away, or are they trying to get distance? They're looks like they are booking it, like running away. Uh, my attention's fully on Maggie. I'm not gonna take it. Salem's only gonna take the swing if they feel like it'll speed them along rather than knock one of them out. Like, Salem doesn't <laughs> want to, like, drop any in the street. They just want them gone, so... Okay, uh, you get the sense that these ones are looking, like, very rough. All right, uh, like... Salem's gonna keep the swing. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, there are three more Grub Tongues up plus Maggie. Um, the one that is hopping is actually going to try to just run over and hop onto Lonlin and tackle Lonlin to the ground um, in order to protect him. You can Maggie. try. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, definitely that's a try. Um, even without dis... Oh, let's just see if he gets a natural one. No, okay. He got a four and a nine. Um, so this uh, guy's like, boss, I'm coming for you, boss. Uh, hops over and just kind of like runs into your shield and bounces off and falls prone to the ground. Uh, so now, not, not only is he hopping, he is also prone. Um, and uh, the last two are going to pull out their Tommy guns. One's going to fire towards uh, Salem. One is going to fire towards Lonlin. Can you both make two dexterity saving throws, please? They're both going to just fire quickly. <laughs> What's the DC? I'm pretty sure I don't make that. Uh, for th- uh, that's six. <laughs> okay, for these guys, it is DC 13. 14 and 28. I'm saying. 14 and 28. You just managed to get out of the way of both of those. Again, one of them is no problem at all, but the other one is bullet time, and it's like that full matrix, like having to bend backwards as these bullets fly just over top of you. Um, the shield of faith. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, so, uh, Lonnie, you got a six and a what? Oh, sorry. Um, I'm pretty sure the first one's going to take me down again. Ah, oh, that's lower. Oh, okay. Uh, so you do take uh, nine points of piercing damage on the first one. Uh, and then... I'm, I'm down. Cool. Yeah. And then in that case, the second one actually goes over your head. It doesn't actually hit you. Since, um, uh, since we were shot at and I still have my reaction left, could yeah. I deflect missiles? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. I opted to not go after the one that was running. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I made this. It's not an attack roll, but it was like a ranged attack against me. I don't know if that 
uh, I would allow it for this because it's much more fun. Um, and so I would say just... Uh, I'm going to burn the, my, my last key and throw a bullet back at uh, <laughs> the guy who shot at... One of the ones that shot at Lonlin, I think. Okay. Perfect. Uh, yeah, you can absolutely throw a bullet back. Um, just... I, I don't know how... Okay, just make a ranged attack, I guess? Just... <laughs> okay. You're throwing a bullet? Uh, hang on a sec. That uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> Do not throw the bullet at me, Salem! <laughs> uh, Salem's trying really hard! So, I'm gonna roll a luck check. You want me to roll above <laughs> a 10. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. I got a 12... So uh, it's not much above a 12, 10, but it is above a 10. And uh, this bullet, uh, you like go into bullet time and you try <laughs> to like grab a bullet to like deflect missiles and turn it back. And you can do it. You can move fast enough to grab a bullet out of the air. You're a monk. Unfortunately, you don't realize that a, you know, there was a gunpowder explosion in order to propel, the, propel this forward. That bullet is freaking hot as you <laughs> go... To like grab it, it like singes your finger. You, oh, you only have one hit point, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna. Uh, no, okay, I'm not going to give you fire damage, even though that was a natural one. I'm just gonna say that you try to grab it and it burns your fingers, and you kind of like just divert the bullet. You don't unfortunately manage to send it back. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. And uh, Maggie is uh, just going to stand up from prone and look towards Salem uh, and say, where is she? Um, And before you even answer, is going to make three attacks on you. Salem tries to dodge to the left. Also, Longland's unconscious now, yeah? Yeah. Uh, So no no more shield of faith then. Right. Uh, Rip. Miss... Uh, 19 plus 9. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then the other one's going to be a miss. So it's just one hit, but uh, just asks where is she, and then just like swings out uh, with their sword, dealing you uh, 12 points of slashing damage. Salem is also unconscious. Perfect. Um, and Maggie is just going to look at the grub tongues who are remaining, look up at the roof, uh, and she is just going to use the rest of her movement to uh, hold to... Actually, she can't pick Lonlin up. Uh, so she's going to use the rest of her movement to just duck behind that thing that is the, the piece of the car that had scooped her up out of the, into the air. Uh, so now she has three-quarter cover. Um, that's the Grub Tongues. That's Maggie. Lisette, you see your compatriots all go down. Down on the ground. Um, and... Uh, Mostly grub tongues are gone, but uh, the big one, Maggie, is now giving herself a little bit of cover. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to use Electric Blast. Uh, is, so how many people are up still? Sorry. There. So two of them have run away. One of them is uh, just up but prone. Um, and two of them are still up. Uh, one looks pretty good. One looks very good still um, and Maggie is looking pretty rough but is behind partial cover or three quarter okay. cover I'm going to use uh, both 
both bolts on the one that looks really good. Okay, perfect. So this is the guy who's like managed to dodge both of your shatters. Um, yeah. Okay, so those two attacks. That is a. That is a. 18 and a 17. An 18 and a 17. Uh, both of those hit as this like inky cloud emanates from you and just doesn't like blast out. It kind of like, it just flows like it's through water and then wraps itself around this person. That's 24 points of force damage. Ooh, boy, howdy. Uh, yeah, this guy uh, has now like you wrap them in this eldritch energy as uh, you watch as this like ink stained um, lettering just kind of starts to appear on their skin but then fades away um, as they are not dead uh, but you've done a fair amount of damage to them alright I will end my turn there alright still sitting casually on the edge of the thing that is amazing very casual yes <laughs> uh Salem, can you please roll a... Or actually, no, sorry, I do. Okay. Uh, Cricket. Okay. Uh, Lonlin. Uh, Lonlin, you come back with one HP. Oh, shit. You just rolled a natural 20 on your death save. Oh, my God. Um, I am immediately going to get back up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look behind me. See... Maggie hiding and two of my friends on the ground and I'm going to go over um fuck who do I th- okay I need to roll a d20 because like I don't I don't want to decide <laughs> okay I, I'm gonna lean down and like uh, touch Cricket's shoulder and just say uh Come on, I, I know you got some fight left in you, and I'm going to uh, pump all of my uh, lay on hand so you get 25 Ooh. back. Oh, okay. ah, I'm alive! Oh, all right. Uh, well, this is a, a blast. <laughs> she'll, yeah, she'll just kind of laugh and, and just say, uh, just uh, help me get everyone up. Um, oh, I, I don't know what to do right now, and she's just going to take out her shield at this point and... Uh, just go back into like sword and shield stance. Okay, is lay on hands an action or a bonus action? It's an action, I believe. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's okay. an action. Uh, perfect. All right. Um, uh, Charlo, it is now your turn. Okay. Um, I know that Cricket has um, Millie on him. Who do I see <laughs> nearest to the Cricket Lawless scenario right now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is probably, uh, there are, well, there's, uh, two that are really close to them. One that is on the ground, uh, the guy who was hopping, um, and, uh, Maggie is ducked behind, like, this scrap of metal. Uh, so there's two that are kind of closest to Lonlin, uh, and, uh, Cricket. All right, I'll, <laughs> I'll sort of, like, sigh, sort of, like, and look, peering about the edge, really. left that there and he's just like looking at the car the car piece in front of um <laughs> maggie and he is going to go ahead and try to take aim at the boss here um okay. uh, one second i need to add something to this because i am not confident that it's going to hit and i'm going to use my precision attack one of the metal master things here uh, this is a 21 hit unfortunately not with three-quarter cover all right 
he is going to take a second shot. Or does that mean I'm rolling with disadvantage? Uh, no, three core cover just means she has a boost to her AC. Boost to her AC. Perfect. Great. Uh, I'll go ahead and take a second shot. Uh, that should hit. That's a 30. <laughs> oh, that'll hit for sure. Uh, as like her butt is kind of sticking out a little bit and you can just hit her right in flank. Yeah, I'm just like trying to find a shot, trying to find the exposed area there. Uh, <laughs> and that's an eight points bruising damage. Uh, ow, that freaking hurt. Uh, but she is still alive. Okay, I might as well start burning through my dice here, and I'm going to use another Battle Monster thing to snipe. Okay. All right. For a bonus action, attack, and it is a crit. Let's go. All right. That's amazing. So this is a lot of damage coming in this time. This is going to be 23 plus the die, so that is going to be 29 points of piercing damage. God, 29 points of piercing damage. Uh, you saw her like flank before and you you managed to hit it. And just as you do that, um, in like kind of like a reflex, she kind of stands up partially and where do you hit her? Um, I'm trying not to be non-lethal, but at the same time, anywhere that hits. Sorry, <laughs> like not if to the be only thing that's sorry? Not to be non-lethal or not to be lethal? No, I'm trying to be not to be lethal here, and oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. any place that uh, is exposed, I will hit, but I'm not exactly trying to kill her here. Perfect. Yeah, I think she stands up, and uh, her shoulder comes up, and just as you're firing, her, like, she lifts her arm above her head, and you manage, like, your bullet comes, like, into the, like, her tricep and out of her bicep, uh, and just the shock of that, she just collapses to the ground. <sighs> I hate domestics. <laughs> that is uh, it for him perfect um, and uh, the grub tongues um, those two have run away this guy Hopper is going to uh, stand up uh, look towards his boss and just say no boss how am I going to get my promotion um uh, Hopper is going to stand up and move towards the the boss. Um, he does leave uh, Longlin and Cricket's threatened area, if either of you want to. I'm absolutely taking an attack. Oh, Perfect. I, I know it'll be a disadvantage, but I still want to try. Uh, I don't think it would be, because he's he's up now. He's standing up. I'm prone, though. Oh, you're prone. I was dead. Yeah. Okay. Or not yep. dead, but down. Good point. Um, so, sorry, when characters go down, um, are there any penalties to that if they get back uh, up? Not currently. Okay. We're, it's a little bit more loosey-goosey. Y'all are uh, heroes. That is 16 plus, so that's 25? Uh, tw- yeah, that is. Um, he okay. had one hit point, so he's going down again for sure. Yeah, it's non-lethal. It's non-lethal. Okay. Yeah, I think, like, I think yeah. you can easily just, like as he starts like standing up and walking over like your shield can just like push him to the ground and you just watch him like collapse from <laughs> like exhaustion almost um and then the last two uh do they put themselves in danger for their boss that's gonna be a bit of a morale check from them no yes one of them runs away um cricket you could attack the one that's running away if you would like or i, I used my uh, opportunity attack last time I would say because like the guy had one hit point and uh, she was uh, and Lonlin was able to 
take them out so quickly. Okay. I would give you back your reaction to attack because these guys are all moving at the same time, basically. I'm so sad it's a disadvantage because the first one was a nat 20. <laughs> uh, followed by a three. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, as both of these guys run away from where you are um, and one of them uh, runs away and is taking like the full dash action. This is the guy who's managed to avoid pretty much everything or mostly avoid everything. Uh, this person is just running as far as they can. They turn down an alley. Um, but the other one runs back over to Maggie and you see them grab a flask from Maggie's chest and uh, just pour it down Maggie's throat. Um, as Maggie is back up with only a little bit of health. Oh, not not bad. Ten points. Oh. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So she... It like it was two fours on the uh, on the d fours. Uh, perfect. Uh, that is the grub tongues. Uh, Lizette, you see your companion. Some of your companions are back up, um, and uh, yeah, uh, Maggie has gone down, but just been given a healing potion. Does she still have three quarters cover? Uh, she does still have three quarter cover. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a double bolt on the guy that just gave her the healing potion. <laughs> oh, for sure. That's what he gets for being loyal. <laughs> yeah, that 18 on the uh, 18 on the loyalty check. Okay, so the first hit is an 18. Hits. Ooh, nat 20. Oh Let's go. my god. That is a 27. That's insane. So, <laughs> so that's like 3d10 plus 8, I think, is the total or something? Yeah, that would be 3d10 plus 8. Oh my god. Or you can also, yeah. Or what? Well, I've always hated if you get a crit rolling like a natural 1 and doubling that or something. Or uh, I, my kind of thought is like you can either roll like double dice or you can roll the dice normally and then choose to either re-roll or uh, take the doubling. So it's kind uh, of like, I like crits to be a little bit better. Well, I got I got 25 on the dice plus 8, so I'm gonna just keep the dice roll on that one. <laughs> god. That is amazing. That's that is 33 insane. force damage. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, loyalty and sometimes, you know, sometimes being loyal doesn't pay uh it doesn't as as this as this like half orc pours this healing potion into maggie's throat this eldritch like cloud envelops their body and again you watch as their skin begins to desiccate and just this i don't know incredibly like dense script appears all over their flesh uh and you watch as it just kind of moves and ripples before finally settling and the body collapses to the ground. Can I bonus action eat some of the bread that I took? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, Great. you absolutely can. That's where uh, I'll end my turn. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Salem, I just rolled your death save. Cricket, it is now your turn. Perfect. I'm going to look towards the, uh, the dying Salem and go... 
Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna let that happen. Uh, Salem, please get up one more time. Uh, healing <laughs> words are uh, what I'm doing right now to you. Uh, that's a, a, a good old seven health. You hear that? You got seven health. <laughs> yeah, no, trust me, I'm feeling that too. But adrenaline's pushing me forward. Uh, and I'm gonna charge towards uh, where I think Maggie was going. Uh, yeah, Maggie's... Is... Maggie's still, like, prone on the ground, yeah. Just behind right. that little bonnet that was thrown at them. Or that cool. big bonnet now. Alright, uh, yeah, I'm gonna charge towards, uh, Maggie, and I'm just gonna actually see the predicament that she's in, and just kind of have my longsword at the neck. Like, let's not do anything more crazy, okay? okay. I've never killed someone yet, I don't really wanna. Make an intimidation check for me, please. Okay. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, that's going to be a, a dirty 20. That's going to be a, a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Oh, dirty 20. Yes. Uh, so, I think with a dirty 20, you see the fight actually go out of her. Um, and she says, All right, I'm sorry. And she drops her sword and just kind of puts her hands behind her head and says, just, if you're going to kill me, please don't hurt Millie. Uh, and we're going to take... I didn't want to kill anyone yet. <laughs> uh, and let's take a quick little break there, and then we'll come back and have a little bit of role play afterwards. Hello, everyone. Camilla Jerome here, head of humanoid resources for MacGuffins Incorporated, with another riddle for you. Where can you finish a book without finishing a sentence? Hopefully, as employees of MacGuffins Incorporated, you never have to find out. The Dirty Twenties podcast is sponsored this week by the MacGuffins Incorporated Legal Defense Team or LTD. Here at MacGuffins Incorporated, we take pride in ensuring the safety of our staff, our customers, and the public at large in that order. While on assignment with MacGuffins, you will receive, among many other wonderful benefits, the full services of our LTD. Should you come into contact with hostile people and your life or the lives of others are threatened, you can defend yourself and them in whatever manner you may require. If that defense results in the loss of sentient life, our LTD will ensure that your case is examined carefully and that the circumstances surrounding your actions are given due consideration. While we never condone killing if it can be avoided, we recognize that sometimes the best way to defend yourself or those in your care is to do so efficiently and with finality. Just remember to file your incident report for review in a timely manner. It never pays to avoid paperwork. 
The answer to the riddle was, of course, prison. Well, welcome back, everybody, from break. Thank you very much. I know that was a long combat. Uh, to be honest, I did not expect you guys to run out into the street into the street when there were like twelve plus uh, people with Tommy guns. So, uh, players, I am both impressed and terrified from you by you. The only damage I took was from my allies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point that out. I went from full health. To zero from my <laughs> allies. Uh, actually, as this happens uh, at the very like, once we all kind of get back and uh, uh, getting ready, Cricket's going to look really warily towards the roof, and I'm going to take cover. Um, and if, as soon as I see like uh, Salem or uh, Lana, I'm going to pull them uh, closer. I, I think there's a, a an enemy sniper up there. I was feeling really good. I got hit in the back. Just be warned. Up on that roof? It, it came up from behind, somewhere high. I think it's an enemy sniper. Oh, uh, Lonlin's gonna pull out our shield and just keep, like, the ducklings <laughs> together. Just be like, Lizette's it's okay. Gonna wave. If anything happens, I got it. Lizette's, I'm just Lizette's sitting on the edge of the roof. Isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can probably see. Oh, Jump, you have so much to live for! <laughs> so no. many bread! I, like, under there, like, with my arms up, just, like, pleading now. <laughs> And is, yeah. it is it garlic, Lizette? Um, I don't know. Is it garlic? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes! <laughs> Rolled a 19. Yeah, it's uh, garlic bread. I'll take a... I'll, <clears throat> I'll take a, a piece, please. I'm gonna do rip half off and, like, throw it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. For the sake of expediency, I think I'm going to uh, just do a little bit of exposition. So, um... You manage to subdue Maggie, um, and you're able to, uh, in amongst all of that shattering, the ink jar did not shatter. I rolled a shatter check each time, and it didn't break. It it succeeded on its save. Um, so you still have a pixie in a glass jar. You are able to secure... Maggie, in whatever way you would like. Uh, and what sort of information would you try to get out of them, or what would you like to do? I mean, we know their motive. Uh, it was literally like, actually, what were we planning on doing with um, uh, what were you trying to do uh, uh, when you went to the docks? What was your game plan? And I think with all that's going on, I'm not going to make like a whole bunch of series of persuasion checks or anything, or intimidation checks. You guys have these people pretty much dead to rights. So Millie from inner jar says all right we were look we were just going to ship her off to the to the snake islands the plan was the the news comes in they cause a distraction in the confusion i polymorph her into a beetle we take the beetle we put the beetle in a jar uh we send it off on this boat that we had commissioned that was going to go to the snake islands and no one was supposed to get hurt all right and she'll just kind of look over towards Maggie as she says this. And Maggie just like, hey, I mean, sometimes people get hurt. You mean no one was supposed to get hurt except for Winnie? 
when he wasn't supposed to get hurt, when he was supposed to just, you know, go for a voyage for several months. She was, I wasn't going to hurt her. She was just going to become a little, a little bug, a little beetle for a little bit. And then she would just be on a ship to the Snake Islands. Do I know anything about the Snake Islands? Yeah. Uh, whoever wants to make a history check. Yes, please. <laughs> Wait, Lizette wants to make a history check? That doesn't check out. Well, I got a 20 at least. <laughs> oh, that is a 22 from Lizette. Okay. And Aiden, when you said you got a 20, was it a dirty 20? Was it a dirty 20? Dirty 20? Indeed. All Not right. with proficiency, but with <laughs> particular interest in these snake islands and what exactly happens to people deposited there. Perfect. Uh, so you know the snake islands are, they are a civilized part of the world, but they are a much like rougher kind of land. You also know that the primary reason that they're called the snake islands, not only is it the shape of the actual archipelago is kind of snake-like ending with one that actually looks like a snake head, but the primary residents for thousands of years up until about 200 years ago were Yonti were these snake people hybrids. And they believed that the islands were shaped thusly by their God. And for all you know, they very well might be. You know that on the whole, there are like big cities within the Snake Islands, but there are also these incredibly rough, uh, desolate areas, which are just like scraggy peaks and rocky shoals. And you know it's a very dangerous area to sail to if you don't know the channels. And you also know that outside of the major towns it's it's not lawless it is part of the empire or the the new republic uh the united lands of asune but it is still like it's kind of there's not an adequate uh, protection force in any way you know that's a very dangerous place outside of the major cities i don't imagine that uh winnie would have much of a career out there so exactly our point Right? She's had a career here for years, and I've been stuck in her shadow this entire time. It's my turn now. Have you ever thought about just being better at your job? <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to say that, but I was also thinking that. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. And as you say that, uh, Millie just gets furious with you. Lizette, can you actually please make me a intelligent saving throw? Yes. That is a 18. Okay. I'm rolling good uh, today. You are rolling really well. <laughs> to the detriment uh, of my fellow allies. <laughs> <laughs> Blood pouring uh, out of our ears. Yeah. Uh, Millie looks towards you and kind of like focuses for a moment. And you see just this flash of like something trying to enter your mind, but you are hardened against invasive forces and you do not, uh, you're not subjected to phantasmal force. Do I know that she cast something? Like she was trying to though? You definitely know she was trying to cast something. 
Oh, that's that's adorable, sweetie. <laughs> and uh, Maggie is just going to say, "Look, all right, if you just if you just let us go, and or just don't don't hurt Millie, all right? I'll I'll go in. I'll I'll admit everything. Everything that happened was my idea. Millie didn't even want to do this, all right? I wanted to. I wanted her career to to go off. Just don't hurt Millie." We're not planning to hurt anyone, but we can't just let you go. We can't let both of you go. You you committed a crime. You you seriously hurt people, and you have to pay for hey, that. You can't prove anything. I was defending myself when you guys came out. That's all I'm going to say. You guys were guns a-blazing first. Not... Why would you be in this... <laughs> prove it. What? There's so much wrong with that logic. <laughs> we were defending ourselves by blasting out a, a tea shop where no one else was uh, uh, around currently and actively doing anything suspicious. You might be the worst criminals I've ever met. <laughs> There's hundreds of eyewitnesses. I'm pretty sure we're like, like a shopping district or there are buildings around here. We There's defending. also uh, uh, countless other people who were in the audience who saw this Cric and heard... Cricket, uh, not to throw a damper on your plans or anything, but I highly doubt that you're going to get any of the Vereens to testify in court. That's fair. And most of the people here are criminals. I mean, we were just in an underground illegal club. Well, so. let's not give that part away. Uh, <laughs> maybe not uh, just say that out loud. We had them cornered. Cricket, they're, they're, they're not that stupid. I mean, Millie's pretty stupid, and so is Maggie. But they're not, surely they're not that <laughs> stupid. Cr Salem says, not looking towards either of them, just addressing Cricket. Okay. <laughs> right? Uh, You're not that stupid, right? Are you that stupid? Uh, they're both just going to remain perfectly silent. Stony, stony faced. Um, they are that stupid. <laughs> a long one is going to kind of frown a little bit and look at the two and just say, look, it's hard being under someone else's thumb or feeling like you don't have control over your own life, but you have, you have to cut your own path sometimes and you have to look forward rather than try to take the easy road. And it's unfortunate that we're here now, but you know, maybe you do some time, maybe you get out and you change your life, but like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm really sorry you're in this position, Millie, but what you did wasn't right. You watch as these words seem to have a real impact on Millie herself. Maggie seems kind of unmoved by this, but Millie, you watch as her ink-stained butterfly wings droop down and she just pauses for a moment and then she looks up and without looking at Winnie, who I guess, I, I mean, I forgot all about Winnie. Winnie is still inside, <laughs> which makes sense. Um, but uh, she looks up at everybody uh, and looking at Lonlin, she says, you're right. I, it went too far and... I really, I just, no, I'll, 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 I'll go to the authorities, I, but I just didn't want anybody to get hurt, and I'm, 
no, you're, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, and she just sits down in the bottle and kind of looks towards Maggie and says, Maggie, it's all right. All right. It's, it's all right. I'll, I can handle it. I'm, I'm strong. And, uh, she just begins, you see a few tears running down her eye, down her cheeks. Um, but you definitely get the sense that she is admitting that this was wrong and that she is willing to comply. And with that, um, you are able to uh, take these back to the to the uh, to MacGuffins, who will arrange transportation to and like logistics with the actual officials. You are healed of your wounds and you have a successful mission under your belt. As you are called up uh, after this mission, or you're called up to MacGuffin's office again. And before the rest of you arrive, you find we find that Lonlin and Charlotte have arrived first. So we're just like in the waiting room? Yes, you are in the waiting room for... Uh, it's the same night, um, but you have been like given some healing, and it's now like three in the morning. But you are—you've been called up to the offices of Aloysius G. McGuffin, and as you sit in the waiting room, for whatever reason, you two have arrived first. Okay, uh, I imagine Lonlin is out of her armor, and she's back into casual wear now, seeing it's just, like three a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Charlotte probably looks extremely tired at this point, and he's still in sort of rather big baggy coat, but otherwise he's probably collapsed in one chair. He has a very sort of like far off look. Yeah, Longline's sort of just sunk in her chair, kind of like a potato at this point, and she'll look over towards Charlotte and ask, uh, how are you holding up? I was quite the day out there you could say. can't say I'm exactly happy with how it all went down, but I suppose we got to the right end eventually. Yeah, I mean, what's important was we we completed our mission and we apprehended the right people. And uh, thank you for watching our backs down on the street. I I didn't lead them appropriately and I feel like it's my fault that they went down. Not and... at all. Lonelyn, you... You would find those kind of people are not the easiest to deal with at the best of times. And I, I really admire your spirit. I'm perhaps a little bit jaded in my years at this point. But, you know, you should keep on giving it a shot. Some of these people, they may not be as far in as the more seedy sorts you'd find around there. But if you can reach out to them, well, you know, all power to you. I'm not not happy with that bloodbath down the street either. She'll kind of smile for a second and kind of look him up and down and just ask, how, how long do you think I've been doing this for? You know, I don't rightly know. How long have you been? <laughs> she kind of grins and sits up a bit and, uh, why, why don't you take a guess? How old does she look, actually? 
she appears to be in her early to mid-twenties, but you're not sure if that age is accurate. And she'll, he'll sort of sleep squid for a second. Uh, let's see, you seem plenty strong and plenty able, so five, maybe ten years? She'll burst into laughter and just, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she's just gonna laugh and, uh, Kind of wipe a tear from her eye and just say, oh, that makes me really happy to hear. I, I'm going to take that. And uh, she'll move. I, I imagine she's kind of sitting across from Chardlow and she's going to move over to sit beside him and get herself comfortable and just lean back and kind of say, uh, I, I've been doing this for almost, uh, almost 40 years now. And... I'm not used to working in a group, and usually it's just my ward and me, and working with other people, it, it can get messy sometimes, and because you, you can't just look after yourself or your ward, you have to look out for everyone, and I... I do understand. I am... Not somebody very experienced with this group of people. There's always a little bit of oddballs here and there, but I always tend to get called in on the shady business. I, you know, 40 years ago, well, I was supposed to say, my mistake, you have definitely been doing this a lot longer than me. <laughs> and he looks about 60, <laughs> but he is 60. <laughs> <laughs> She'll... She'll smile and she'll just say, oh, you know, you, you look good for your age. It's You don't look a day over 60. <laughs> <laughs> Quite. Uh, on that note, I think I owe Mr. Cricket a drink. <laughs> uh, and she'll just kind of go hush-hush for a moment. She's like, you never know who's listening. And uh, she will kind of have a more serious look at for a moment and just ask that Louie guy yes what what's what's your history with him he is working for a, an exceptionally ruthless man I would be very careful if you have any dealings with Shanamar you might see a friendly man perhaps a few years younger than myself and of similar appearance but, mark my words, he would absolutely shoot you in the back as soon as it was turned. And he has a very far-off look at this point, and he seems to be remembering something, but he doesn't elaborate further. She'll nod, and she'll say, I feel like back in the speakeasy, I... I felt like I reached him for a moment and, you know, if he was going to shoot me in the back, I would rather have him shoot me in the back, but maybe going forward, if I'm able to calm a room, maybe, maybe don't blow his brains out and she'll kind of try to make that into a weird joke, but kind of oddly failing at that. Uh, Charlotte will sort of smile, but rather dryly. I'll give you your chances next time, but the truth is, I fear those times. 
not so much for my own sake. If they take a shot at me, well, that would only be the first of many. But I do fear them among the crowd. I perhaps underestimated the loyalty of some of his compatriots there. Next time, if you have a chance of defusing the situation, then by all means take it. I have to say that in all these busybody politics of Miss Millie, I wasn't really expecting that type to show up at the bar. I I don't think anyone was really expecting that type. I, wait, I mean, when I heard the doors break down, I assumed it was the police, but uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I guess getting back on track, we're both... I feel like I'm hoping we're both after the same things and, you know, I just, I just wanted to thank you for looking out for us on the streets. You're most welcome. You definitely had the more difficult position between us. Say, Lolan, what are you after? Me? Yes. I just... I just want to protect people, and if I can change some lives around, I'm happy about that, and I realize it's not an overnight process, but sometimes all you need to do is just plant a seed and let it grow. And I think as you say that, you hear the ding of the elevator, and Cricket and Lisette and Salem make their way into the waiting room. About time you showed up. We've been waiting here forever. (laughs) Has been quite a night. Cricket, how are you doing? You know, I still feel a little sore in the back, but uh, I... I still don't know where that other sniper was. I'm feeling pretty good, though, apart from that. You know, next time we happen to be at Jake's, I I think I owe you a drink. What for? (laughs) For your excellent job down in the streets there. Oh, well, thank you. I... (laughs) I, I appreciate that. Do I need to roll deception for that? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to roll inside, but you can. <laughs> All right. 13? It's actually pretty low, so you probably notice he's looking at least a little bit <laughs> awkward. Ah, don't sweat it. I know like, occasionally everything kind of goes wrong, but I'm alive. We're good. I'm nervous, but we're good. And as you say, I'm nervous, uh, you hear the door into uh, Lolly Bunsen's office open up and uh, the doors just open of their own and there's no one sitting at Lolly's desk. And you see that the doors behind her desk that lead into Aloysius G. McGuffin's office are also open. And you hear a voice say, friends, please come on in. And with that, we're going to end our session. Uh, Ah, close. close. (laughs) It's what I do. (laughs) Is it really Aloysius or is it somebody with a broom and a mask? You'll never know until next week when we rejoin the Dirty 20s podcast. Tune in next time for another exciting adventure in the Dirty Twenties. Is Winnie Gale truly safe? Who was the mysterious figure in Aloysius's office? 
will Lisette continue to dramatically injure her own party while eating bread? Tune in to find out. In the meantime, visit www.dirty20spodcast.com, all spelled out, to be the cat's meow. If you want to contact us, you can send us an email at dirty20spodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and if you send us any fan art, we'll be sure to add it to the website. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whichever podcasting app you use. My name is Marcus Stusick. My players were Craig Chapman, Richard Chapman, Toby McGowan, Emily White, and Aiden Whitmore-Weddle. Until next time, friends, stay safe, stay kind, and don't take any wooden nickels.